Welcome back to the Dump and Chase podcast. A lot going on. This is our biggest rundown of the year so far. Massive free agency moves in the NBA. Are many people even going to watch this year? We got Joel Oxton, uh, former Lakeville North Panthers standout and lacrosse Wisconsin graduate uh, to talk some NBA analysis. Our World Cup, a lot of madness going on, a lot of upsets. That seems to be the theme so far. Wimbledon, upset City on the women's side. We'll give our picks as well as at the men's side. Huge World Series blunder for Arkansas in the College World Series. Feel sorry for the boys in Arkansas. Tiger got a new putter. Is he back? Nope. Our boy Showtime is, though. Touch on him, activated from the DL. We got a new guy that we're, that we're repping here. Huge Michael Lorenzen, podcasters. He's huge for us. And our locked bets and dump and chase of the week, human scorekeepers. Here we go. Yeah, that's right. This cut goes out to all y'all that's been missing us for mad years. One love, yo. Yeah, that's right. He's got game. If man is the father, the son is the center of the earth. In the middle of the universe, then why is his verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write him like such. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Dump and Chase Podcast. Evie, we are back. We are live. back. We are back here in studio. Uh, like you said, man, this is this is another another massive rundown. Potentially yeah, one of the biggest we've had yet. Jam packed. A slow. What we thought was going to be maybe be a slow summer is heating up right in the middle of it. We have Fourth of July, Fuego. middle of the week, uh, big weekend. You know, back in Lakeville here, a lot of people are going to be up at the lake. It's going to be a good time, a, a minor shit show potentially. But let's That's dive. An understatement. Let's uh, let's dive right into it. Uh, everyone's been following it. The World Cup. Um, Man, it's been madness. Yeah, it's been absolute madness. Um, a couple favorites moving on, but we've seen upsets as well. What do you? I mean, what are we in the round of? We're in the final eight. Round round of eight. Uh, it's we're in the quarterfinals. It's it's crazy because we already handed the trophy over to Russia, and it's been they're not, they not Russia. proving us wrong. Here. It's been all Russia. They're park the bus as far as back as the as the bleachers go. Uh, it's paying off. They upset one of the heavy favorites coming out of the right side of the bracket, Spain. It's it's incredible huge that for the country the, huge for the team. That was that was fun to watch. I was on my feet cheering. I mean, that was that I penalty loved, kick. Oh my gosh, that kick save! Oh to, my god, it looked it like a, it looked like an old school Martin Broder stacking the pads. Oh, it was unbelievable. Uh, Russia totally dominated the PKs. Uh, Spain did their old pass, 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 pass. Uh, and then attack, but not even attack. It was it was probably the worst game to watch. Boring. Uh, Spain I was so boring. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say Vladimir didn't have anything to do with this one. That's more Spain just being Spain and and underachieving in the second straight World Cup after winning in 2010. Yeah, it's, we were we were nervous. You know, was, I was, so was Spain gonna eat out the night before? Absolutely not. You never yeah. know if Vladimir was going to send his dogs out and yeah. maybe a little food poisoning. You know, the Spanish cooks were in full force the night before. <laughs> yep, but, yep. man, you text me during the game, like you said, man, it's just pass here, pass there. Not much of an attack late in the game. Um, I almost and, fell asleep. Yeah, and, yeah. and Russia just tough, tough D. Spain had a couple good looks, but um, they capitalized when they needed to, that is uh, the- survived the, the, the overtime play, and – you know, took it in PKs. The the commentator was saying the Englishman that 
that calls the games. What was he saying? Is so like, if, if they if they parked the bus any further, which means you know play super defensive. If they went any further back, they would have to buy tickets to watch the game. Uh, yeah, was, that, that was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, let's. It's been incredible. Uh, Neymar is the only, I guess, other household name that's moving on in Brazil. The guy, I, I heard a stat this morning. I believe he spent a collective of 14 minutes rolling around, <laughs> bumming it, like faking injuries. Uh, and it's been all over Instagram, there's been, Twitter. There's been little gifts. Like so many flops. It's, <laughs> it's, it's actually comical. I mean, there are times where they do get dinged up and, you know, they get cleat to the ankle or head, headbutt to the lower back or head to head. But, there's or been even a bite. so you many times. A bite? Over over oh. under Suarez biting someone uh, in, in the matchup against France. Man, France has been so good that, so far. That's like, got to be – speaking of France. France-Argentina game. That 19-year-old highlight Mbappe next up real coming star. Is the real deal. Do you think Suarez is, is going to bite him to try and get him off his game? Are we going to see a little Zinedine Zidane headbutt? taste of their own medicine i, I don't know what they're, they're gonna have to do something to slow down this french attack because they're coming out guns blazing they're hot as hell i would not want to be your how, how about that plane ride home they were out that plane was lit when france was flying from moscow lit. to wherever they were their next matchup it was they were speaking french I, I took two years of french and i couldn't make out a word that's how brutal i am at the language but by the way congrats on the citizenship thank you thank you ep uh <laughs> EP podcaster turned EP resident this last week. Uh, Appreciate pa- passed that. Passed his test, but no, we got uh, round eight. Who, who do you got kind of coming out of the? Let's just let's start with Brazil and Belgium. I think that's going to be probably the best matchup thus far of the tournament. You got a, a young. I, I'd say they were young last World Cup. They're probably in their prime now. Belgium attack. They were so well rounded. The their their amazing comeback against Japan after being down. Two nothing in I think it was the 69th or 70th minute and two headbutt two one header from outside the box which was should have never went in it was a fluke but it it counts unbelievable goal a backdoor header and then how about with the dying seconds of extra added time uh, 93rd minute if you will uh, of, of last second rush a dummy. And then a tap in back door. It was it was unbelievable. What a comeback! Uh, ripped the hearts out of Japan. But I, I'm actually going to take Belgium here. I know Brazil's pretty loaded. Neymar, one of the best players in the world. But I just see Belgium being too well rounded. They're playing really well. It seems like they're a team of destiny right now, along with Russia. Uh, I, I'm going to take Belgium. I, I think they're going to win that one, uh, two to one. But it's going to be a, a hard fought match. Uh, but I'm going to take Belgium in that one. Yeah, Danny Alves is hurt as well as Marcelo, um, yeah. back end of Brazil. little banged up, but I'm going to take the ladder. I'm going to say Brazil is going to keep the ball rolling. Um, I'd love to see him be upset, though, Yeah. because um, been that's been the theme of the entire tournament. So I'll, I'll take Brazil. you got Belgium. But yep. going back, I think that European game between, between Sweden and England is going to be a dogfight. Yeah. I think either team could win that one. If 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 Harry Kane gets his touches, you know, two feet away, he's probably going to bury. He's the, he's, he's the best player in the world within ten feet. Within ten feet, I mean, the dude is what five for five on his last PK attempts. Uh, he's got ice in his veins. He's got some sweet flow. Uh, the the dude is probably going to get the golden boot as I think he's got five. He's got six goals now in the tournament. 
Uh, I'm going to take England in that one. Sweden has been kind of uh, like Russia, another storybook, uh, another storybook run for them. They beat Switzerland in a game that they got pretty much outplayed. Uh, they took it to Mexico the game before that. Many thought, you know, maybe Mexico is going to make a run, but I'm going to take England in this one. Uh, I'm still I, okay. I'm going to say it's going to be close, but I think England's going to win one-one in PKs. Okay, I, I think England, the dynasty of England, English soccer is back. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you, man. I think England, <laughs> England's going to have uh, its way with Sweden. I don't know if it's going to go to PKs. I love to see that extra time. Yeah. Um, and them to go to. The PKs, it gives both teams a, a fair shake at it. Gives but me a nice blood rush high. Yeah. Um, granted, yes, I think England coming out of that side it would have the best chance of beating, in my eyes, France or Brazil, the winner of those two in the semis. But the Russian powerhouse, that I don't think this train can get be no. stopped. Get off the tracks because it's, Vladimir <laughs> and the boys are on their way through. It's it's a steam engine, and it is, it is going 100 miles an hour. It's... it's scary I, I don't see anything slowing it down the croatians might they're going to throw everything but the kitchen sink that's going to be another defensive battle uh get, if you're croatia you gotta you gotta prepare to just attack 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 uh no more handballs that kind of got costed spain but uh if 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 russia can get you know one goal or not even a goal they're going to try and take this zero zero to pks um i've got russia moving on i also have them winning this whole thing it's in Russia. There's probably not much collusion going on at all. Yeah, they'd be uh, they'd be the first team to win it since '98 when France hosted the World Cup and won it. Like I said, back in '98. But yeah, this this Russian team, if they can get past their bracket, I think the home field advantage is going to play in their well, favor. Well, they are they are getting past their bracket. Okay. Yep. And that's it's, we're 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 a full steam ahead Russian podcast here. We're we're already crowning them 2018 World Cup champs, but but who do you see them playing? Do you see them playing France? Do you see them playing Brazil? You had Brazil, I had Belgium. I have them playing France. I think France is the second best team in this tournament. Mbappe's up and coming stud. He's going to be the best player in the world in two years. If you know he's not inside the top five already, he's so damn fast. He's so skilled. He took over last game against uh, Messi in Argentina. Mm-hmm. It's it's been it's pretty been pretty cool to see him do his thing on a big stage. I got Russia taking France down in the finals uh, next next uh, in a, in a few weekends here. Yeah, I I'm gonna stick with the France train as well. I have to agree. Um, just from purely what I saw in that Argentina game, it was just fun to watch. If every yeah. soccer game was like that, seven man, goals that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was that was but, that was fun. But let's let's just quickly touch on. The upsets we've seen, we saw Spain go down. We saw Portugal dominate Uruguay and we nothing want, to show. We want all those done. Portugal. Messi's done. Argentina game so bad. Oh, Missed it. That's like that, that was like the LeBron, Kobe, all these years trying to meet up in the finals. We never saw it. We, we just never saw Messi, Ronaldo match up in the World Cup on a big stage. And like how, about, uh, how about Korea taking down the yes. German powerhouse? Yeah, nobody saw that coming. No, that was that was a guaranteed lot. That was a lot, especially after we thought maybe Sweden was going to be the one to to put the final nail in the coffin. But Cruz buries that one to, yeah, to force was... the draw and keep them alive. And then we're like, okay, Germany's back in it. They're probably going to win it now. Yeah, blown opportunity. We were seeing borderline ninety percent plus of the matchups set in stone moving forward. And then with those 
two games. Yeah. Absolutely flipped it on its head. Korea catapulting Mexico into the round of 16. Yeah. You got Mexican fans hoisting <laughs> Korean fans yeah. on their shoulders, parading down the streets. I think they I were mean, actually serving Korean food all of Mexico <laughs> City for the day. It was wild. That man. was it so was cool. Uh, I don't think anyone ever could have seen that coming, especially with the, the defending champs. But it's been upset city, uh, just like it's been upset, upset city in the Wimbledon. Uh, the women's side, we've seen 14 of the top 32 women get ousted so far in the first two rounds. We're talking three of those being the top five in the world. Sharapova gone. Coco Vandewehi gone. Muguruza gone. Uh, Kvitova gone. Garcia gone. Defending U.S. Open champ Sloan Stevens gone in the first round, just like Sharapova. I don't think anybody saw this coming. It's it's been it's been an absolute mess. Uh, cool for for upsets and all, but I like to see chalk kind of at Wimbledon. I like to see the big time matchups. Mm-hmm. Wozniacki, see you later. Yeah, I think this is a. I think this is Serena's tournament to lose now. Yep, you have to. I mean, Halep's the number one. She's still alive. Serena and Venus still very much alive, but your have, sisters are going to see each other too. Yeah, they they'll see each other. I think they'll meet up in the semis. Is what it's looking like if everything holds. But this kind of goes back to our last topic. If we're seeing all these upsets, you think you think these these women are, are going to start, you know, maybe maybe checking into our our tactic of maybe having a kid? Are we going to see them just kind of take a breather for a bit? Like, wow, we just all got upset here. It's, we saw Serena; it paid off for her. She had a baby. She's coming back better than ever. This doesn't fit well with our podcast. It's it's all dump. No change, no yeah. chase. It's all dump. Yeah. It's, Finish the drill, bun in the oven. I'm taking my world ranking, and I'm telling them to shove it, and I'll yeah. see you in nine months. Yeah. Because th- this this could be a new theme, man. This the, the, We touched on this last. It's it's going to be the new. You're, we're going to see this a lot moving forward. We're going to see a lot more pregnancies in women's tennis. Serena, 25th ranked tennis player right now. I mean, her second round matchup was against... Tomova from Bulgaria. It's she's thought this out. It was a long, hard plan, and it's starting to pay off for her at Wimbledon. And I'm taking Serena the rest of the way. I think she's going to win. What is it now? Her 25th, 24th, something in that ballpark. Yeah, she's, Grand Slam. She's, she's greatness in the sport. That's for sure. Like I said, hers to lose. If I mean, what, who knows? We've seen so many damn upsets in this tournament so far. It wouldn't shock me if she went down, but no. She's a powerhouse in the sport, one of the best on her side, and I think she's going to ever win and yeah. see a championship again. I think so, too. Uh, s- switching over to the men's side, it's pretty much been all chalk. I mean, there's been a few upsets. Uh, while Rinka went down in the second round earlier today, uh, Murray actually didn't play. Chilich got upset by Pella from Argentina. He came back from two sets down. But other than that, we've seen a lot of chalk. Um you know, some of the Americans are still there in Query and Isner. Big John Isner guy. Yeah, Huge I, I like John. Just a powerful. He could probably could have played basketball, but he's found his niche in tennis. I, I'm going to stick with my boy Nadal. I'm a huge Nadal guy. Uh, he's just looked so dominant. Hasn't dropped a set yet. Uh, one dark horse for me is Juan Martin Del Potro. He could give the lefty and Nadal a little bit of trouble. But Djokovic is still yeah, around. Federer is still around. You can't sleep on Djokovic either at 12. Um, not playing his best tennis coming into the tournament, but cannot sleep on that guy. He's He's been right up in the top three to five. 
Yeah, I, the men's side has, has been kind of like we want to see. Like like we said, we like chalk. We like the big-time matchups. So uh, I'm taking Nadal. I think he's going to meet up with uh, Djokovic in the final. And I'm taking Nadal to, to win the Wimbledon. Uh, he's not the greatest on grass, but uh, I see him taking the crown uh, in a few weeks here as well. All right. Speaking of crown, uh, College World Series champion was crowned this past week. Uh, a heartbreaker for Arkansas against I, Oregon State. My heart goes out to them. We, we've seen this before, but have we really seen it in the final out of a game where <sighs> it's it's a play that needs to be made? It's not the easiest play, but it's a play that should be. If you play Division One college baseball, you should be making you got that play. Th- two outs, three guys going for a pop fly down in fall territory, down first, first base. Um, someone's got to step up and just call that one. I, well, the you first had baseman was running backwards, overran it, overran it. Overran yeah, he did it. overrun it. The second baseman, I believe, came over and thought that he was going to make the play, so kind of stopped. And then the right fielder came flying in and and also thought they were going to make a play on it, and it dropped in between them. They all look at each other like, "Fuck, fuck what did we just do?" If you're the pitcher. You're you got to be thinking, yourself. oh my fuck! Like we had this, we had One the ring. Away. The ring was was starting to get slipped on the <sighs> finger. Next pitch, base hit. Next batter, two pitches later, yard, yard. They're up five three after being down three two. And that's a t- that's a tough Oregon State team. You cannot let no. come back, give any sort of life. They had their they had their ace going on the, the final game. <laughs> it was over five the freshman too. Freshman ace five nothing route in the final game. Oregon State crown champs, first one since 08. Uh, you got it. You got to feel for Arkansas. They haven't won jack shit in any sport since, since any we've level. been alive. It's their 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 claim to fame is it's Bill Clinton and it's Darren McFadden. We we <laughs> we that's all that's all we know from Arkansas. It's 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 tough to swallow. I couldn't imagine the bender those guys went on. Well, and they're probably. You got the guys who are probably laughing at it now, but oh my god, that's gonna that that'll stick with you yeah. for a long time. Um, but end of the day, we got to just tip our hats to Oregon State, the Beavers. Um, they were they're right there last year. They're back on top again. But that's gonna lead us into arguably one of the hottest topics around sports this summer: the NBA free agency market. Evan, what do we got? We're going to jump into a quick interview here with one of our go-to NBA analysts, Joel Oxton, to talk some NBA free agency. All right, we'd like to welcome on Joel Oxton to our Dump and Chase podcast. He's our everything basketball, NBA, college hoops, overseas, you name it. Uh, Joel's your guy. He spent three years playing high school basketball at Lakeville North, as well as high school football and golf. Uh, Joel, how's it going? Hey, how are you doing, boys? We're doing well. We're doing well. Um, so, Joel, let's let's kind of get into some personal stuff here. You played three seasons for your pops, Johnny Ox, uh, yeah. at Hoops. Uh, what was it like playing for your dad? Did he did he make you nervous? Were there long car rides home after a loss? Did he did he have a hot meal ready for you after a win? What, what was it like? Share share to the viewers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, most people would say that um, it would be kind of weird to have your dad as a coach, but. Um, for me, I, I've been growing up that way. I mean, he was our coach for our youth basketball teams growing up. And, I mean, he was pretty good about keeping basketball and home life separate, so we didn't really carry things home. 
Um, right, right. No, no. I, I mean, I liked it a lot. He's definitely harder on me than some other people, but uh, it probably made me tougher in the long run. So, good guy. Love that you got to play under him. Uh, you guys had an epic 2012 state tournament run. You guys finished runner-up on a controversial buzzer beater to Osseo. I know that's got a sting. Uh, in the state tournament, in three games, Joel, you averaged 1.7 points per game. <laughs> uh, five total points. Uh, were, you, uh, were you trigger shy? Or what, what was going on there? Did you have the green light? Or did Johnny just kind of say, hey, we're going to try and take it to the rack. Joel, you're going to be a kind of decoy out on the wing. What, what Kind of talk us through that and why uh, you just weren't hitting from the parking lot left and right like we like we. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was pretty tough. I, uh, I mean the game plan we had a we had a really good team, obviously, but our our posts were our strength. We have a, we had a bunch of good uh, big guys in the middle, so it was usually an out or inside to out game. And so I mean, I definitely shot a few, and then adding the NBA three point line in there, I I was probably I think my range was a little more than it actually was. So uh, yeah, I I would agree. I mean. Normally, when we play pickup basketball, you're hitting from you know beyond the grass line there. But yeah, uh, yeah, and it's it's tough to shoot in a gym like that, a Target Center. I mean, it's it's not your old Lakeville North High School gym. So uh, no, I mean, I played good defense, passed the ball a little bit. You know, took a charge here and there. Love Did that. Little Love things. that. Love to hear that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Joel, what, how the hell you been, man? I haven't seen or talked to you since Ryder Cup weekend. Is that still – I mean, you still playing competitive golf here or what? I mean, yeah, I mean, been staying uh, busy this summer? Yeah, I have been playing a lot of golf, trying to uh, I'm trying to rewrite the story on that whole Ryder Cup thing. Kind of stings. I went uh, one and two, I believe. So, I mean, but no. My golf game has been pretty good. Uh, how, we you yours? Are, uh, how we lethal yours? Flat stick. Lethal flat stick out of Joel. Yeah, yeah. Played. Uh, rumors you missed the 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 cut last weekend or two weekends ago at the qualifier. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, with the tough bogey on eighteen. Yeah, actually double bogey to miss by two. All I needed a par. It was, yeah. That one. Super what happened? Tough. Was your mind on NBA free agency? Or you? <laughs> I mean, I I doubled from the middle of the fairway. It was pretty tough, and AJ was watching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, always. I mean, you're a competitor, Joel. Always tough to see. Uh, no, I'll, I'll be, I'll be back next year. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, that's got a sting. Walking up to 18, thinking you got a chance, and then you know you're thinking about where's Boogie Cousins gonna sign. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you know the score? Like, could you see the the leaderboard, or did you know you were close? No, I. I mean, I knew I was gonna be close. I didn't know exactly what, but. Well, we'll get we'll get him next year, Joel. I, your your putter's dialed. That's that's not gonna change. Yeah. Um, but but let's just touch on some NBA free agency here. What's your take on on LeBron? You know, with his third decision leaving Cleveland and and departing for LA. What's your what's your thoughts there? I mean, you got to think of a couple things. I mean, at this stage in his career, um, he's obviously a lot older. He's he's gone to the finals. He's won his rings. He won one for Cleveland. I think this is more of like a a personal decision and a and a family decision. I mean. Yeah, with his with his kids, rumor has it is his one Brownie Junior is gonna go to uh, some high school in in L A. Um, is that so I've, is I've, that gonna be a is that gonna be like a Chino Hills type thing? You think he's gonna play where the balls played? Or? <laughs> I sure hope not. But uh, no, I think the balls are dead after LeBron's going there. That's that's my take. Levar Ball is dead. Um, 
the whole ball deal, is that going to be, you know, is that going to be tied up with some sort of Kawhi Leonard uh, deal? I don't where... know. I, I, do you guys see some rumor today about how they, like, the ball camp was coming out with Lonzo's knee injury to try and prevent other teams from wanting him? I so did. I, I saw did. that. That's, that's, well, that's pretty interesting. It's funny because they also just decided, I don't know if this is just recent, but there was also that um, his shoulder injury kind of came out recently too. Yeah, and, yeah that it, I don't know, seems kind of fishy. I don't know. I think they're kind of scared of him leaving, which I yeah. mean, if I was Lakers. But, I mean, if you look at it this way, they signed Rondo to a one-year deal. You, you would have to think LeBron was all right with that. That's a guy that's kind of wreaked havoc on, on him, and he, yeah. he played pretty tough. And they signed him to a one-year deal, so you'd think they'd want a veteran point guard presence, and he played well last year with, with the Pelicans. Yeah, that's but true. And especially if, I, you're, if you're contending, you don't want Lonzo Ball as your starting point guard. Right, right. right. I, I, I see, see what I think is going to happen is maybe Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, and a first-rounder, that's kind of what they're yeah. probably kind yeah. of have, have to give up but i could see lonzo and rondo sharing minutes but yeah. uh it's gonna be tough because lavar's gonna be a mouthpiece he's gonna hate it oh yeah. rondo is definitely a guy that doesn't want to come off the bench we saw that in dallas he fucking hated it there yeah um it's gonna be really interesting but he's only on a one-year deal so i'm really interested to see how this plays out the, you think quiet you think quiet ends up there i mean it's definitely a possibility but with the spurs and they're like I don't know. They have him by the balls right now. They're not letting him go anywhere. Like they're saying, they're not even going to trade him to a West Western Conference team, stuff like that. Um, you think that's all I mean, a all a ploy to to make them add another piece? Yeah, like I mean, yeah, I mean, there could be some truth to that. I mean, you never know with the Spurs, to be honest. But I, I just think those rumors with the Seventy Sixers and the Celtics they're not, they're not going to give up Kyrie. They're not going to give up. Yeah, uh, Gordon Gordon Hayward, yeah. and who knows what Hayward's like coming off that leg. Yeah, I mean, I I would think I would like to see Kawhi go to the Lakers, but even Top if he even if he did, run. like the the Lakers still need shooters. To be honest, I know, I know they can't. I don't know. Yeah, I think dude. with the whole boogie thing, like I don't know. I just I don't even think anybody could beat him. I don't think the yeah. Eastern Conference I mean, All Stars could beat him. Will Golden State lose a game this entire year? Like, I mean. What's their over under ten games? Over. I'm definitely saying over. They're not even gonna give a shit this year, and they're just gonna probably in the last ten ten regulars. Actually, they can warm turn on for the playoffs. The freaking first round will be a warm up for them. They'll get acclimated. I, I think it's so shitty how they are so stacked to the point where they can just all pretty much rest a good eight to ten games. Oh yeah. And, it's it's ridiculous because they don't even care if they get the one or the two. To be honest, they, no, said, they yeah. did that. They could get the I eight. Mean, it doesn't even matter. Like, do yeah. you think? Do you think the Rockets last year were a fluke, or do you think? Do you think CP three? What's the over on uh, yeah, over under gonna, on him? He's gonna last forty more than forty games before. I mean, I I did think Houston was the real deal last year, but you would have a good point. I mean, Chris Paul is definitely deteriorating. Um, I don't see him getting any better. Um, yeah, he, he can't even stay healthy. Bad. Um, That's it. Yeah, it's been his biggest fault. But I mean, if they if they added, I don't know, they just can't lose Capella. I think that guy's the glue to that team. To be honest, I've yeah, seen him and I've seen seen him in trade rumors too. But yeah. um, if they add another piece, I mean, you never know. But I don't know. It's it's yeah. tough to see anybody anybody it, continue with. Jumping him. back to Los Angeles, uh, Luke Walton, now the assistant coach. Uh, does does he even need to show up to games now with? The whole LeBron deal, like, uh, I mean, it's it would be 
one of the toughest jobs in the NBA would be being the head coach of LeBron's team. Like, you're just a whipping boy. Like, you can just LeBron will just blame shit on you. Like, you're I don't know. You're pretty much irrelevant at that point. Which is there a draft? It's too bad because I think Luke Walton's actually a, a decent coach. Yeah, but, they're drafted the same year. Like LeBron. Yeah, I mean, you the, never know. I could, I could, I don't know. I would hope they could build a good relationship and get along. Yeah. And, I mean, I we know. saw. I mean, yeah, Luke Walton was a round pick in 2003 that stacked over three class. But I, yeah. I, I kind of touched on this on one of my iSports articles. But Luke Walton, when he has talent as a coach, he, he has the record for – he started with Golden State in 2015-16 and yeah, 19 sure. to start a season. He, he was actually undefeated 24-0, but they didn't count. They, they were actually given a Kerr, which is kind of bullshit. But yeah. he does yeah. have – you know, when he's got talent, he's proven to be yeah, a I think, good yeah, coach. Yeah, I think he's a good coach. No, I think – I think it could work out, but I don't know. I wouldn't be want to be in his shoes, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, Joel. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll probably we know you're looking for another job. I don't know if Wells Fargo knows, that, <laughs> but uh, we got a we got a spot for you here full time if you want to join the conversation <laughs> right, for sure. <laughs> I'll think about it, boys. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks, Joel. Right. See, you. Yeah, See you. Take care, boys. That interview is brought to you by Epoch Snus. Are you sick and tired of browning your teeth and staining your teeth on long-cut chew tobacco? Try Epoch Flavored Snus White Portions today. All right, Evan, we've been saying it for months now. Tiger Woods, is he back? He showed signs of greatness, like he's going to make a comeback. But, Evie, he switched up his putter, went with a new putter. He's He said it's time for Scotty Cameron to take a little sideline and take a seat on the bench. Switched over the TaylorMade. Um, I don't know if they've seen DJ with his spider draining everything at the, yeah. the Open. But Tiger, again, is he back? Is he not? We see him with the new putter, giving us hope, making us wish, yeah. teasing us. It's 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 crazy, but we're, we're not big Tiger podcasters. We He just gives us every reason to believe he's not going to win another major. But he is not back, even with the new putter. He did finish tied for fourth. I'll give him credit to that. But he also lost by 10 strokes to Francisco Molinari. Lipped out on 18 from about two or three feet. Whether it's the putter, whether it's his irons, whether it's his off the tee game. I I don't see Tiger being back anytime soon. He still hasn't proven me wrong. He hasn't proven us wrong on the dump and chase. Uh, Credit to him for, you know, trying something new and and switching up to a putter. I can't really speak for for putting because that's, probably my worst attribute it is my worst attribute on the golf course but uh yeah tiger's not back he's got a new putter so that's another news story but we we are still not reassured on Tiger. yeah nothing's changed switched up the flat stick uh maybe give a little oomph to his game but like i said tiger not back um but i'm gonna jump back over to baseball bring it up to mlb our guy showtime otani we thought he's done for a year Possibly two years. Yes, he is back. He's active. This is great. This is our best this podcast rundown. This is and this what is we this is the biggest news we've had in a couple weeks. Uh, Showtime Otani injury update reactivated by the Angels from the ten day DL, and he was set to DH. Uh, he was reinstated. Uh, he he made a uh, a trip to AAA at Salt Lake. Uh, but he was on June 8th, he was diagnosed with a grade two sprain of his UCL. And many thought that it was going to be the Tommy Johns, which we all feared. And we were getting 
so close to tears, but our boy Showtime is back, which is huge news for the Angels, who are trying to make a push for the first playoff berth since 2013. Uh, Jake, what, is this, what does this mean for, for the Angels going forward? Uh, you know, it's great, great news. Uh, he has not been throwing quite yet. Uh, he still needs to be re-evaluated uh, re after his stem cell therapy that he was kind of undergoing. But kind of an interesting stat. Since Otani went out back in early June, the team was scoring half, run, half the runs without him um, in the lineup. Uh, so it's safe to say his presence is going to help, um, not only on the, on the diamond, but in this podcast as well. Yeah. What a refresher. We're huge showtime guys on this podcast, but also we've added a new player to our MLB repertoire. Michael Lorenzen. Michael Lorenzen, uh, pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds. Out of nowhere, this guy who, de decent pitcher. Yeah. Um, I Okay, decent. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word for that. Okay. But this guy pinch hits dingers. He that's all he does. doesn't take batting practice. Where does plays this guy? In the, plays in the NL, so he doesn't ever have to bat. But they've been pinch hitting him because because why? Because he's hit three home runs. First player to ever hit three home runs uh, as a pitcher in three straight at-bats. Uh, it's It's been pretty remarkable. Not only, not only has Showtime left his footprint back in back in Japan but he's also starting to leave it in the bigs overseas here in the US uh showtime pitcher turned hitter and hits bombs which is now rubbing off on the runs in it seems that he, he, he's literally picking up where showtime's leaving off yeah it's it's no doubt cincinnati's got to start considering this guy's a two-way player um at his first seven at bats three of them were home runs for a pitcher, that's absurd. Like you said, in the NL, even more absurd, being he doesn't actually have a hitting spot on the roster um, besides a pinch hit um, or a designated hitter position. Yeah. Um, this guy, this guy's the real deal. Yeah, he, he is the real deal. Jake, you know me. I'm not a numbers guy, but three out of seven seems to be pretty fucking good when it comes to hitting home runs. I'd take that any day of the week. I'm sure any other roster would love to have him as, as, a, as a batter, but... This is insane. Are we going to start seeing this moving forward? Pitchers, yeah. pitchers transitioning to also pinch hitting and, and DHing on their off days in the AL, or what? What do you think? I mean, considered a young Ryan Braun, uh, he's he's built. He's physically built. Um, he's been known to play center field um, before making it up to the bigs. Um, he's got an arm, obviously, on him. So if they were to stick him out in the field, don't try running on him because no, nope. he throws he throws heat. Um, and the guy's got absolute gap power at the plate. So if, if there's a, if there's definitely a, a dual threat. If here. I'm on third and and somebody hits one to to the warning track, I'm not even I'm not even tagging up. You're gonna get gunned. Yeah. Ten times out of ten with that with that arm. Um, yeah. This guy coming out of college didn't. No one gave him a sniff as as a position player um, or a two way player. Um, was drafted as a pitcher. If you look at his stats compared. To the average pitcher in the MLB, he's almost doubling. You know the averaging, the averages, the on-base percentage, the slugging percentage. Um, th this guy, this guy could definitely see some more time in the box. And I think, like he, I said, it's time for the Reds to maybe consider giving him a shot at the plate. The Red, he, I mean, they have to. The Reds are the hottest team in baseball since June 10th. Uh, you'd have to think Lorenzen has a big foot in that. Uh, but but if the Reds are gonna have you know any any type of push to chase the Cubs, 
in that central division, you'd have to think Lorenzo's gonna have to start getting in the batter's box some more. Yeah, he's he's definitely our new our new go-to guy. Um, do not sleep on him. I'd, I'd be willing to bet he's by the by October he's gonna be seeing definitely more batting opportunities at the plate yeah, for sure. Um, but let's move into our lock bets of the week here. I'm gonna stick with the World Cup. Uh, it's been my theme the last two weeks. Uh, looking at the Outright winner lines, Brazil's the favorite, plus 300, followed by France at 400, England 425, which I think is maybe a little bit too favorable, just coming off of France's hot performance. Belgium plus 650, That's that might be your ticket. You That was your last yeah, bet. I do like Belgium. A um, few weeks back, um, Sweden, the, the lone wolf there down at plus 2,500. Our favorite to win the tournament in our that's, eyes, that's Russia plus 1,800. I can tell you that's going to move up here in the next few few games. That's definitely going to change. But, but Jake, who do you have in the uh, in the round of eight, the quarterfinal? What's your lock bet in FIFA World Cup? I'm going to take our boys, uh, the Russian powerhouse, at plus 280 over Croatia. You're taking the Vladimir. Um, I, I have to. I, it's I'm riding this train. I we, love it. We said it before this tournament started. This train is not fucking stopping. I, I cannot sleep on Russia, and I think they're going to take these guys and make me some money at the same time. Um, Russia, all in on you guys. Let's go. All right. I love that. I love that. I'm also going to be on that, but I got another one for you guys. It, it's got to be France. I got them playing in the final against Russia. They're minus a half. Uh, they are even money line, but and even minus one half. It's not going to be a huge payout, but I think it's an absolute lock. I'm going to take France. All I have to do is win. Uh, I got them at at minus a half. It's a foregone conclusion. Start throwing money on it now. High dough. Mbappe is going to go for two. Uh, so I got I got France in my locked bet. But we're also going to give you a two for here. First time we've done this. Two locked bets as we move into Wimbledon tennis. Uh, this is kind of tricky, but this is known as a stage of elimination betting where this player will get eliminated and you have to get it correctly. I got Roger Federer going out in the semifinal at plus 700. It looks like he's going to end up playing Djokovic in the semifinals if everything holds. Uh, I just think Djokovic is on a mission. He's finally healthy. He's playing well. So is Roger, but I just kind of see Djokovic taking over at Wimbledon like he's done in the past and I see him uh, plus 700, Roger Federer ousted in the semifinal at Wimbledon. That's a solid lock, Evan. Um, I'm going to go down with uh, my boy Rafa Nadal, the Spaniard. I'm taking him to win the whole damn boat. Uh, plus 550 to win. Um, I know you're taking a guy out at the stage elimination. I don't think he's going to be eliminated. Uh, he's just too good. He's too hot right now. He's playing so well. And I'm going to take Rafa Nadal at plus 550. All right, that leaves us to our final segment. Our dump and chase of the week, human scorekeepers, Jake. Uh, there was some controversy at the 4th of July Nathan's hot yeah, dog eating we'll take contest. It out to the Coney Island, uh, where we obviously saw Joey Chestnut win his 11th title um, in the Nathan's hot dog eating competition, where he not only won the competition, but also shattered, shattered his previous record and put down 74 dogs but, and buns. But without asterisks asterisks all over it so this is what we're dumping and chasing on we're all we're all about you know employment uh i kind of hate how technology is kind of running the world now it's taking away jobs but when it comes to events quite like this where there's money on the line reputations on the line records on the line 
Uh, speaking of locked bets, the over-under, Jake, was 72 and a half. And many thought it was a hot, humid day. They weren't going to get the dogs down. So when he finished with – it was originally he finished with 64 dogs. Everyone thought, oh, wow, he had 72 last year. What happened? Like, yeah. that's eight off. So Kankati was I, way low. Too. I turned off. I turned it off. And then I get some alerts on my on my on my Twitter and and whatever news stations on my phone, and I find out that he ate seventy four, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what happened? I literally saw him eat sixty four. So basically, they the human scorekeepers forgot a plate. So Joey Chestnut likes to put his his buns on one plate and his and his wieners on the other, and he was he goes wiener 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 bun 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 whatever chokes it down with water it, there's food flying i could get how it's hard to count so they're counting from there's two plates yeah. that were uncounted for which yes. would total up to that extra amount of dogs 10 or whatever the number was the guy counting must have been an absolute pickle in his defense but fuck we got to get if, if we're going to stick to manual counters you got to get a guy that's dialed in you you, you have, have to. to especially with joey chestnut on center stage joey As, jaws <laughs> Joey fucking Jaws. Did you see the lady, the the smoke behind him holding up the, the yeah. store? She was literally yelling at the counter, look at his plates. Joey was caught on mic saying, look at the plates. It was a shit show. Joey couldn't even argue it after because the dude just housed 74 dogs. He could barely even move. The guy couldn't breathe. He's dripping sweat. The guy, man, Joey Jaws. This guy, he Joey Jaws is an elite company in his discipline. This guy can absolutely <laughs> bury Franks, bury Buns, and he they're going to leave him 10 short on a 95-degree Coney Island, New York fucking day. He knows he was robbed. The fans there knew he was robbed. At home, they had no idea. Are we going to see a time now where we have to move to electronic scorekeeping within competitive eating? This is bullshit. This is like – I don't even know. I, I hate taking away jobs, but – when something like this magnitude is on the line, you kind of have to. And for the Jaws to get robbed like that on national television. I couldn't believe it. it. He couldn't even believe it, but he couldn't even argue it. He couldn't even fucking he couldn't breathe. He couldn't breathe. He could was, not so, breathe. It was like 22,000 calories. This guy's over oh, well, his daily well, percentage. Do you, of, do you think he goes into hibernation for a few days? They I, have to throw it up, right? I, they have to. I don't know, man. I, I would not want to be the toilet. For, Joey no. for the Jaws that that afternoon, it's, no thanks. But, but we are we are dumping and we are chasing. Get the fuck manual scorekeepers. Fuck out of here. Human error is a thing, um, and we're gonna we're probably gonna see some consideration, like we said, of electronic scorekeepers in the future. Um, the the committee is now coming out to say there will be new judges used next year. I don't know if that's going to be manual. If NBA be referees take note. Get these other guys the fuck out of here. This is just it's controversial. A, it's a Luckily, they caught it. Um, they didn't want to leave Joey Jaws. Uh, you know, ten, <laughs> ten short, short. What of a his joke. world record. So we are we are out on on manual scorekeepers, but. That is uh, that's gonna do it for another episode of the Dump and Chase podcast. Evan, big weekend coming up next week. We got Wimbledon headed your way. World Cup, who's gonna be in the semifinals as well as the finals? MLB All Star Game and the Home Run Derby, and we're gonna keep a close eye on the Kawhi Leonard sweepstakes and and, and where he's gonna end up moving forward. Peace. See ya. I woke up Chris Breezy. Oh my God, I'm the man. I'm so fly and I can dance. There's tattoos on my neck. I just FaceTime Kanye. I 
Yeah. Told him I'm his biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. Got all these hoes in my DM. Yeah, do. Hold up. Holy shit, I got a kid. Oh, 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 I can sing so well. Wonder if I can sit in work. Wait, can I really sit in work? What up, my nigga? What up, my nigga? Big ups, my nigga. We are my nigga. You pussy ass nigga. Man, fuck y'all niggas. Cause I'm that nigga, 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 nigga. I'm that nigga. I woke up in Chris Brown's body. So how this shit turned into freaky Turn this bitch sideways I can't believe that it's Freaky Friday It's Freaky Friday I'm in Chris Brown's body I drive his Ferrari And I'm like skin black I woke up and I'm Lil Dicky Lil Dicky? 